Welcome to Tired Moms Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode five of Tired Moms Talk. This is Dawn, a.k.a. Annie, a.k.a. Red Ants, a.k.a. Hi, the hi, pretty hi, one. Okay. Welcome back to Tired Moms Talk. Happy y'all joining us again. Hi, this is Tanisha, a.k.a. Veterans Mom. Veterans mom? Are veterans. you the mother you of a have, veteran? Birth a veteran? Happy oh, no, Veterans Day. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, guys. She's tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm, this is Dana, <laughs> a.k.a. Daria. What's up? Welcome. Welcome to Tired Moms. Are you back up in there? Guys, we are, we are actually pretty tired today, just yeah. to give you a heads yeah. up. Tired. I'm just sexy. It's debatable. That's this is okay, my that's sexy fair. boys. So that's fair. They're I'm tired, but I'm. Used to be on I'm a sex pot. Like the night, the night storm, okay, the tired storm. What's Quiet storm, girl. Quiet storm. 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 Quiet but it's a nastiness, but anyway. But is well, you said you the you break know, of you're dawn. the high school hole. So wow. wait, wait, the break of dawn. The break of dawn. Wow. Yeah. Like not the sun, but the bottom. Everybody wanted to break dawn. Wow. You <laughs> the hole. Wow. Oh. oh my God. You know that you's a hole. <laughs> Why you think you take a hole to a hotel? Hotel everybody. Oh my wow. God. Wow, you took it back. <laughs> All right, let's let us let us get into this. Right, let's, let's get, get into, into this. this. Let's go, mm. guys. So, so anybody dish. tired, anxious in this group today? I want to believe I everyone every day. Anxious day like day. a motherfucker. Why, Marissa? Woo, kids, man, mm. kids, and it's actually um, so MJ um is turning four and so i've been like preparing and thinking about schools gemini season gemini mother fucking season gemini guess what i'm saying everything twice today guess what i'm saying everything twice today (laughs) what is happening gemini Gemini season (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i'm super super anxious so um, I applied for her. The school that I chose, I was private. They had like a, you know, they have a pre-K program. So you can get in through the city. So she got in, right? She got in and it's free. And she, we'd start paying tuition from the next year, which is uh, kindergarten. Um, but we're reconsidering that. But just thinking about all of the options. And I think I've expressed before that I'm super anxious about moving her into different schools and stuff like that. Right. Um, so she was in school yesterday. It's probably going to sound really shitty, but, um, or silly. She was in school yesterday and they are incorporating more Montessori type activities in the school, oh, right? They West Indian. Mm-hmm. And so they like read and write, but also understand, <laughs> right? Know your time's table. So they were studying locomotion. So from since last week, she started asking me about pulleys and did I know what a pulley is? And I was like, oh, you know what a pulley okay. is, right? Then she said to me, um, she started going through, she said, I made a puff car. And I'm like, what's that? She's like, oh, you put uh, bottle caps on the bottom because they move like wheels in their circle. And then you put paper and then you blow it. And when you blow it, it moves because Aww. the wind from your mouth makes it move. So I was like, okay. 
So the teacher was like, if you have any books or toys with trains or stuff, bring it because we study in locomotion, right? I'm fine, fine. So I go home. I go through my phone. I sent her pictures. She also wanted pictures of them on planes and trains. Mm-hmm. So like I send that. And so I, I'm out doing errands for Gemini season. Gemini season. Oh, and um, I, her teacher, I call her teacher for something. And she's like, um, you got to talk to her, you know, her dad. Like, Mila was upset today. I'm like, what happened to her? Basically... They had the trains. Every kid had... She didn't communicate clearly to me that she needed the train Mm -hmm. for tomorrow. She was just like, bring it, right? And I didn't bring it. I forgot. So everybody had a train for the class, for the except for Mila. Oh, no. And she started to cry. (sighs) No. And she started to cry. And eventually, you know, her best friend mom lives upstairs. And so they got her a car. And I know, I know, I was bad, but she wasn't clear. She was, she did not you tell me it was for. But that's what I. So <laughs> I'm gonna hit this. I'm like, Out why didn't you tell me she needed it for tomorrow? Right. She's like, I, I, I was like, I get it. So she's like, she cried, cry, cry. She's like, I gave her a book. She cried still because everybody of else course. had a train. And then Dina, where's your glasses? Because you watching me like this with your eyes open. <laughs> she's like this. <laughs> You know, her eyes look like they're shooting out of the sockets every time. I can't even look at her face. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to look at you no more. So, <laughs> and then she, like, winks like this. She's like, <laughs> so, um, so I'm like, why didn't you call me? I would have came and brought her a train. So she's like, no, Nia eventually um, gave her, like, a car. But then at the end of class, at the end of the day when their parents were picking them up, everybody was taking their vehicle back home and mm-hmm. she tried to take the toy and the girl was like, it's mine, right? So she couldn't take it. So everybody was going home with a toy except for her mm-hmm. or train. So she starts to cry again. And so the teacher's like consoling her and her dad is like, just give her a book. Why don't you give her a book? And she's like, no, we did. But she's mature for her age. So she realizes that she's right. the only one and it's bothering her. Yeah. They always think that I'm too extra with Mila and he's too extra with Mila. So if he's saying something to her, if she's saying something to him, I know she's annoyed by the way he's handling it. And we cool. So she's like, yeah, talk to him because I don't like the way, like he wasn't acknowledging her, her feelings. Her yeah. Time. yeah. So I'm trying to ignore it. Whatever. I go, I buy a train. She's with him that night. Not me. So I buy a train. And then I call him. I'm like, all right. Then I forgot the train in my friend's car. So now I'm panicking. I'm like, oh, my God. All right. I'm going to have to get up at 6 in the morning and come to your house. Go in your car. Unpack Wait, you forgot car. the train again? I forgot the train in her friend. What's going on? Right? Wait, today? No, yesterday. Uh, uh, uh. So I, so I I was like, all right, fine. I'll come to your... She lives in a building where the car's parked. So we have to, a whole drama. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll come at 6. I'll pick up the train. I'll drop it to school. So I said, let me call him. He was like, oh, I gave her a train. So now, and I didn't want to call him because I didn't want to hear how she felt. Yeah. So I'm like, how was she? He's like, you know, whatever. He reiterated what the teacher said. And I'm like, well, did you buy her a toy or something? He's like, no, she's a new toy. She's understanding. And I'm like, fine, fine. She can't have everything she wants, but this is not the time to be hard at. She's emotionally fragile right now. And he didn't get it. And then on top of that, like, I'm like, so how was she when you get home? He's like, hey, well, she cried on the train. I'm like, she cried on the train? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then she got home, she was fine. He's like, no. Every time she thought about it, she would start uh, crying again. What? And I'm like, and so did you console her? He's like, yeah, but enough to like let her get over it. And so no, I. There's no letting three. a three-year-old get So over that's what things. I was saying. And it's a difference between men and women. Mm-hmm. In this case, for me, exa- because I'm like. 
you are the pushover parent. And now is the time you decide yeah. to be a hard ass. And like the fact that she's remembering what happened early and is still affecting her. Yeah. So in addition to other shit that happened this week, I've just been into a tailspin, like anxiety upon anxiety. And I had to like drink to go to sleep. Yeah, last that's night. tough. Oh, no. That's yeah. tough because especially when you feel like you can't physically be there to console them. Yeah. That's a whole other level of anxiety. Like I remember when you were telling me, I got off the phone and I was just telling her. I was crying like, as I was talking I to you. I couldn't. Feel I feel terrible. So awful. I and feel terrible. This morning, the first thing I opened my eye, I'm like, hey Carla, um, how's Mila? She's like, oh, she's fine. She heard me on the phone. She came over. Hi mommy. So I felt fine because she was happy, but I could not let go. Yeah. Of it's, 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 so it's still you like, you know, remember what your, one of your first anxious thoughts on the podcast was? What was it? It was about what was feeling it? left out. Yes, and that's the and thing that with me. Feeling that for her though, and I don't, and especially since we're the same sign, I'm very sensitive to triggers yeah. for me, and so sometimes I have to be careful not to project onto yeah, her, yeah. On her, right? Mm-hmm. But she does not like to be, you of know. Course not. I think a lot but of my no, anxious thoughts. I don't does. think anybody like, wants you know, to be left to out. Be you know, and she doesn't. She recovers from physical things. Like she fall and get up, cry. Yeah, stop her to get up, cry. But emotional things, she doesn't recover no. from well. And she's the sweetest so, little thing. So it's oh, like you have already. The munch, so I was the upset. Yeah. I'm like, did you hold her? Did you hug her? My mom was like, all right, you gotta chill. Like, parent the way. You know, he's not doing anything wrong. I'm like, but this is not the time. It's the wrong time to be hard. <laughs> Listen, that is the time to go out and whatever, get her whatever, whatever her favorite snack is. You buying? You want a toy? You getting it? So I agree, but you know, you know she's happy, and I'm anxious still. So why are you anxious, uh, veteran? Mother of the Happy mother. Veterans Day. <laughs> yeah, the veterans, right? <laughs> <laughs> My brother is a veteran, right? So there you count. go. I'm a relative of a veteran, okay. so I guess that works. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, you're I right. Guess, happy right? vets. Happy what? vets. Yep. Um, my vets are us. Yeah, vets are us. Wow. Oh saying everything twice. Saying everything twice. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, um, so my anxious for this week is getting Jordan ready for the summertime. Oh, God. You know, and getting her into camps mm. and <sighs> signing her up to activities and watching your savings out the summer. That is all of that I good am, stuff. That must send I'm you with into you. a tailspin. I'm with you right there. Girl. So that was my anxious this week, right? Because, um, you know, I'm done with school, so now it's. Let's Congratulations! Oh yeah, Congratulations. we got a we got a graduate up in this bitch. Ow. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> I wish so, y'all could see that dance. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm um, trying to get my life and my house in order, right? Since I've been neglecting it. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, just kind of trying so, to plan out her. Like, what do her you guys have in mind? Things. Yeah. Um, she's doing a financial. Um, summer camp program mm-hmm. which okay. starts actually before she even gets out of school Jesus. so we had to ask the teacher if he minds if she could cut and log in for like an hour mm-hmm. then she right after that is nesby she's in junior nesby and then right after that we go away when she well no right a couple of days before we leave she's um she's gonna start a sasaye which is in brooklyn what's that a sasaye is a dance program oh nice um, African? African dance. Oh. She's going to learn hip-hop, nice. jazz. They do, like, this big, elaborate performance at the end. Do they do regular dance classes? 
Um, yes, they do. And okay. so since it has been COVID, she was doing her dance classes Virtual. um, virtually. Okay. Um, so this time she's actually going to go into per- Ooh, in person fun. and do that. Yeah. Then I she has track, right? So she now started track. She's loving track. Good. She's been pretty good at it so far. Good. Like she's won first place, second and place. And you Whoa. told nobody? Oh, hey, stop. You real disgusting, you know. <laughs> you real disgusting, you You got a real disgusting, you know. Um, guys in Trinidad and many other Caribbean islands, you when somebody so do something, we do like they disgusting. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I cannot believe you did not tell anybody that. It's a nastiness. So she, it's a nastiness. So this, so my Sunday, my week has been like every time I get off work, it's track for two hours. Then Sunday is like an all day track thing. And so Jeez. this Sunday she has track again. She has a meet this week. So she's competing this Sunday and next Sunday. So it's it's a yeah. lot. I, it's I, a lot. I sympathize with you. Then guys. she's doing volleyball. Wow. So yeah. Cause she's, she's been a tired, asking. She's a are tired these, kid. Are these uh, overlapping or separate camps? These are all separate camps. So yeah. when she goes to Asasaye um, during the day, when I pick her up, I'm immediately now driving her to track. <laughs> we are wow. literally having the track, same exact summer. We're yeah. having the same exact summer. That's and then, literally what I'm doing. And then we have a break. So then we have an opportunity. I think we have like one week where all of our kids are, even our older kids are in New York mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. So then now we're trying to plan a vacation, a vacation, yeah. like a family time vacation mm-hmm. from like a Thursday to Sunday. And it's it's a lot. Then my anniversary is in oh July, God. and it's like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I sympathize with you because I just started to like finalize okay. Ella's summer camp, summer stuff. camp stuff, and it's the same thing. Yeah, she gets out of school, she starts her architecture camp. Then right after architecture camp, we just signed her up for this camp. It's not a camp. She was nominated for this program where mm-hmm. she is a STEM program at mm-hmm. St. John's in a sleepaway. So she's oh, right after that. Fun. She's doing that right away. And then anxiety. right. Uh, right. Oh, my yeah. anxiety is through the roof with that because my baby's not going to be with me. Are you going to vaccinate her before she leaves? She's not. She's not she's 12. Not 12 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's, she's 12 in September. Yeah, okay. So then after that, oh, that she's going to be doing an online STEM program. Yeah. And at the same time as that, she's going to be doing lacrosse Academy. Yeah. And then now they sent um home. I want to say it's STEM again. She may do another STEM program in August. And then we, she may go stay with my cousins in Maryland for a couple yeah. weeks. It's Jade. I don't have to worry about Jade is doing a camp and that's it. She's in, yeah. she's in school for the yep. summer. That's fine. Same. Me and when they get a little older, yeah, wait no. till you Ooh, child. get to that. Because and think about she, it, right? It's you like fifth, sixth grade. That's not, you're not doing drop off summer camp where it's like, keep them for the whole day. I don't care what the fuck they do. They could jump in the pool. They could All throw day. a basketball. They could pick a bug from the floor. I'll pick them up at four or five o'clock. Once you get to like fifth grade, now nah, you can't do that no more. Fifth graders don't want to be in a summer camp with well, little kids. Well, you lying. When I was young, my I went to a camp for two weeks, sleep away. No, di- no, I'm talking about like Did you day do camp. Did no, you do that one? yeah, I'm talking union. about like okay. you drop them off in the morning, you pick them up what? in the afternoon. Too much what? My dad's union. Oh, yeah. Do that. They don't, they don't, they don't really want to do that anymore because they're oh. with a range, a different, uh, an age range of kids from small kids to big kids. They just really want to be around kids their yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely. at that age, you kind of have to like plan shit out if you don't want to spend twenty thousand dollars on a summer camp. Yeah. So it's that's the other thing. It's like yeah, it's expensive. Really like spending this money. 
but, but I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, you yeah. want to expose your kids to as much as absolutely. You want. Oh yeah. I'm, Jordan hasn't ventured out into the um, sleepaway camp thing yet, yeah. but I'm looking forward. You know, yeah. I know I'm gonna be anxious as hell, but I think it would be a great be experience yeah. for her yeah. to just kind of be out on her own. Because I mean. Borderline for high school. I don't mind if she go to boarding school, but yeah. Uh, all right. Um. So my anxious thought is a. Uh, it's relative. It's Gemini season. So. Gemini season. Gemini season. Oh, I realize that as I get older, I kind of get the birthday blues. Like what? like yeah, a I week or two, like maybe like two weeks for my birthday, like like months for my birthday. I'm like, oh my birthday, we're gonna do this, yeah. this, and that. And then, as you and get then my birthday comes, and I'm like, I don't want to be with anybody. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I hate my life. Like it, I get it. I have I no plans. Absolutely. And you know, th- I think this year was I, yeah. especially hard because you know, post COVID, I'm like, oh, I'm going to Florida. I'm doing this. I'm going this way. And then you like, it doesn't happen. And you're just like, hanging it, doesn't yeah, like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like I year. just kind of want to sit in in quiet and yeah. eat food and just relax and do nothing. I feel you. Like I, I did ask, I, like a couple years ago, I started t- making sure I take off on my birthday mm-hmm. to have like, I'll go get a mani, pedi, massage, facial, whatever. Now I just want to take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. That's shit. all I want to do. Like she's going to be at school. He's going to be at work. I dead ass just want to nap. And don't you find yourself putting so much more effort into her birthday than yours oh 100 i spent yeah. way more money than i should have for her second birthday she's never gonna remember but it's fine she'll look at the pictures the one time Let's, and then so i completely agree with you i feel least i've always felt the same way and what i started to do is actually plan my birthday one myself mm-hmm. and actually um start things because then i have to finish and i enjoy yeah. the day um so i'm looking forward to mine but also mila's so it's mm-hmm. four levels of anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so. It's apart. see. It's easy if you don't have kids because like you don't have to plan that aspect of right. it. Who's gonna watch her? Food, clothes, whatever. Right. So it's like now it's like it's just too much work yeah. to plan something yeah. for myself. I rather just like hearing whatever. you talk about it like that makes you realize makes you have realize that I've had it since I had a lot. Oh, I just thought I yeah. had. Nothing. I enjoyed my birthday because you can't just get up and go. Yeah, no, fine. Babysitter. Have to think about everything. Yeah, and it's, and it's like, like I'd rather not just think about it. It's don't you kind and you. Kind of just like fuck that. I'm going. Yeah. I don't know about y'all. But <laughs> I'm gonna say a shout out to my sister-in-law because I know if I wanted to go away for my birthday, she gotta. You you better <laughs> let her go. Shout with that out to my sister-in-law for real. Jay murder. <laughs> but but I, mean, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's childcare necessarily. It's just like a combination of a lot of different things. Thinking about all the things you have to do for your birthday outside of all the things you have to think about to do for your kid on the day. Didn't I just yeah. call you crying and saying I was nothing in life and I'm underachieved? Yeah, and I was and like, like, hey, wow. girl, are you talking about? Drink I was this like, thing. I don't have never accomplished nothing. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, think, I really think it's a thing. Like, I definitely feel like that. Yeah. yeah. What's going on with you? I was Venus crying. is in retrograde. Was, Venus is in retrograde. Venus isn't Venus is Mercury. Retrograde. No Venus, no you. Venus? She is a woman. That might explain a lot. But, yeah, that's it. Um, cr- when I tell you snot crying, I called like Because it's our birthday. It's Gemini yeah. season. Gemini season. Gemini season. I oh, called wow. Jamie. I was like, I she was like well let me just start reading down your accomplishments and with uh, every yeah. accomplishment i cried harder it's yeah. <laughs> not good enough oh, no, no. she was like do you want me to still this is how she does do you want me to still go i'm like <laughs> no i hate it all so i i you know 
Yeah. No, I feel you. Just you're doing the right you. thing though. You go you're doing something that you enjoy. And it's it, it'll probably I mean, I still get it, right? And I've I have these kids been around for a little bit. I get you it. You probably you're gonna <laughs> probably feel like that until she's like eighteen. So I get it. I would have to say in a long time this year's birthday, I really enjoyed myself. Like yeah. I really we wow, Sasa, you were there. Yeah, we, we went to dinner. dinner. We went Where? axe throwing. Oh, oh yes. Wow. Wow. She yes. might have anxiety because she's losing her mind. It's the age. It's the age. I'm going up in age. I'm going She's old like the hatchet of hell. Like the hell's hatchet. I'm old. I don't know why hell's hatchet is old, but it's old. I know. Because it's hell. One of my regrets about when my grandmother passed is that she never really gave us a definition of what the fuck that means. Hell's hatchet? No. You're old like the hatchet of hell. Like the hatchet. Of Apparently, there's a really ha- old hatchet in hell. Got and it. she's old. But so. another one, if you like to use this, old like the hill behind Belmont Police Station. Because <laughs> that hill wow. has always been, been there. there. From the conception of Trinidad. Bang. From the time the of murderer Earth. saw it's the, 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 three, the three mountains. Absolutely. So but you're doing I mean, the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. You... Yeah. Go to your beach, girl. We gonna have you feeling good, though. We gonna have you feeling good, It's gonna be hot next week. Um, yes. I just wanna sit in the sun and You just... feeling blue today? You gonna feel... Because her birthday is tomorrow. You feeling blue today? You gonna feel purple tomorrow. Don't worry, girl. <laughs> Gemini season. Don't really know what it's that Gemini means, season. but I think you're gonna feel good tomorrow. Oh, wow. No worries there. We, we have Thanks. to just keep saying it's Gemini season. Gemini. No. You realize, no, okay. fada. Um, By the way... Okay, fine. Next time. <laughs> we're intelligent. We're witty. We're smart. We're creative. Oh, we're organized. We are God. all of the famous uh, musicians <laughs> were Gemini's. Biggie was a Gemini. Ooh. Tupac was a Gemini. But wait, Prince Kanye Gemini. West is a Gemini. Kanye he's, West. He's born on my birthday. I know. It's okay because there's someone we shall not. My birthday's on Obama Appreciation Day. You want to go to Wyoming? Huh? Go so, to Wyoming? No. I'm not going to say who's born on my birthday. To the farm? It's no. a real. The, the worst person in America is. She has a birthday. <gasps> Jeffrey Dahmer. Trump. Yes. So I, <laughs> my birthday's on Obama Appreciation Day because that's what Trump's, birth, Trump's yeah, birthday that makes, is. If that's what you makes you feel But better. shout out to all of y'all. Prince. Let's her. I can continue. But um, All right, Annie. What's so, how are you My uh, anxious thought is a really strange one. <laughs> um, So last Sunday, you know, was <laughs> Memorial Day. <laughs> <laughs> and we had, you know, a couple people over. We were hanging out. And Mila was over, and the kids were playing, and I remembered when we picked Mila and Marissa up from the railroad, Jade had her favorite toy. His name is Gus, right? Gus is about three inches tall. (laughs) And I remembered that Mila picked up Gus in the car. Jade gave it to her. Oh, Jade gave it to her. And I said, hey, of all the toys that could leave this house, I don't care. So you see, see Gus? Make sure Gus stay behind because <laughs> this child is asleep with Gus. Jade Wait, and wait, Gus. What, what is Gus? Like, who Gus is Gus? Gus is a teeny he tiny. He's so small. He's like a miniature. Lizard or dinosaur. I don't even know. But he's friends with that little Asian boy who does Ryan's World. He's a So he's a friend. Ryan's World toy. He's a Ryan's World character. Character. Ryan is a human and he have a set of animals. And Ryan's toys. World is like a Asian version of Jojo Siwa. No. Ryan reviews toys. Got it. And okay. anything came after Ryan. Ryan is the richest youtuber okay child youtuber i think he's worth like 36 million dollars like oh he made 36 million dollars last year 
Wow. So Gus is her homie. We'll post she a sleeps. picture of Gus. Yeah, we'll post a picture of Gus. Gus is her homie. She sees with Gus in her hand. And she wakes up with Gus in her hand. Right? So that day, they play, they play, they play. They on the slides, they on the swings. So everybody goes home. And we're like, it's time for you to take a shower. Right? And she's like, where's Gus? And I'm like, I don't know. You had Gus. And she's like, I want my Gus. I need Gus. So I said, well, J.D. Pooh, where did you leave Gus? <laughs> I left Gus on the swings. And we're like, all right. So my husband and Ella go outside and they start looking. It's dark. And when everybody knows my yard, when it's dark, yeah, it's, it's you dark. can't see your hands, right? Like, it's that dark. You so they go outside. You get a text message to me. Ooh. I'm like, what? I was like, did you happen to Mila take home Gus? Like, I'm so worried at this point because it's a, a real drama when you see she do our Gus. So they come back inside, they're like, Gus is not on the swings. So now she's like, oh my God, I need Gus, mommy, I need Gus. She's crying in the shower. So she lays down and I'm like, all right, <laughs> Gus is fine. If Gus is on the swings, daddy can't see it. It's too dark. But Gus is fine. Mr. Squirrel will watch <laughs> Who is Mr. Him. Squirrel, Annie? So I decided to tell her. Because she knows she sees the squirrel. No, but really who long. is the squirrel related to Gus? Like, no, it's I just like just, just. I just told her that Mr. Squirrel. I made this up. So Mr. The fly. Squirrel is not a toy. From Mr. No. Squirrel is a squirrel he's outside. He's a squirrel. He's a he's a Long Island no, squirrel. I thought Mr. Squirrel was an ca- animation. <laughs> nope. Mr. Squirrel is not an <laughs> animation. Y'all not from the y'all not from the burbs. So y'all don't know. Right. Y'all don't no. know. Like, she sees them. Life. She has a thing with them. She'd be like, Oh my God, he's crazy. Like that one's up on the light pole. Like she knows. She sees squirrels all day. Long. So I was like, she must know that the squirrels are in the. I was like, okay, the squirrel, Mr. Squirrel oh, is gonna. Dumb. I was like, and watch, we gonna call him. So I was like, I'll be right back. Let me go get my phone. So I go outside into the living room and I say, Lawrence, I'm gonna call you. <laughs> pretend to be Mr. Squirrel. Bad He's idea. like, who is what? Mr. Squirrel? I said, just pretend, just talk Bad like a squirrel. How squirrels talk, I don't know, but we gonna figure this out, <laughs> right? Because she needs to understand. That Gus is being taken care of by a squirrel. By a squirrel. Who else is out in my yard, Mr. Raccoon? At, t- at eight, nine o'clock. Eight, Mr. Be- right. So it's between Mr. <laughs> it's not Papoose. It's not Papoose. What is going on with me today? Listen, Papoose. If I had to choose between Mr. Papoose, Mr. Raccoon, no, Mr. Possible, squirrel, and Mr. Possible. Squirrel, okay? Oh I don't want Remy Ma to shoot me. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway. We come in peace, Remy. We come right, in peace. Reminiscence. We want no war. Mr. Papoose. Papoose is a Native American term. It is not. I know, but the Papoose that I know is married to Remy. Okay. okay. So <laughs> the, o- the only Papoose we the trust only Papoose is married to Remy. Oh my god. married to Remy. So I go back in and I'm like, we're going to call Mr. Squirrel right now. This so I call excessive. Mr. Squirrel. This is excessive. And I put it on speakerphone and I'm like... <laughs> So she's like, she's looking at me like, mommy, what is That's going daddy. on? Right? No. She's looking at me like, who are you calling? Like, so <laughs> I go, hello, Mr. Squirrel. This is, this is, um, Dawn, Jade's mom. Um, is every, is Gus okay? And on the other end, Lawrence goes, <laughs> 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 he goes, hi, it's me, Mr. Squirrel. <laughs> Child starts to scream. 
I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared, mommy. No, no, no. Hang up the phone, mommy. No. Hang up the phone, mommy. I'm scared. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, you scared? No, it's okay. Ms. No, I don't want Mrs. Squirrel. Hang up the phone. Because me, like a jackass, don't realize that the child knows that squirrels don't, don't have cell phones. <laughs> Spoken, mama. Yo, <laughs> don't listen. Because I thought Mrs. Crow was a character. No, no, I didn't know you told you making her think the squirrel with fur that's scary at night is taking care of Gus and I talking on your phone. No, I didn't look at it like that. I'm just thinking that she's gonna think that no, a family of squirrels, wild. of which Mrs. Squirrel is the patriarch, is going to mind Gus the overnight. It's <laughs> a sleepover. And you know, this whole time she's telling me, I'm so stupid. I'm like, bro, she really beating up herself for this? Why is she beating herself up? Like because I'm afterwards, like, squirrel, anything with her? She with literally the was just staring. <laughs> she was just staring off into space like this with her head on the pillow. And she's going, I don't want Gus tomorrow, okay? I don't want Gus tomorrow. You know when, like, birds have a baby and then the baby can't fly right away or the baby falls, the bird be like, I can't fuck with this baby? That's exactly what she did. She detached herself from her child because her child had been tainted by the squirrels. And thanks a lot, Mom, for doing that to the poor Guess fucking what? Guess fucking what? Where was Gus? Under the fucking coach. Wonderful. And uh, mind you, I'm like, but you well, can't lift my couch. My couch is very flat to the ground. It's it's heavy, uh, and there aren't legs, so you can't really see under there. So Lawrence had to. Li- I was like, I have to find Gus before she comes home from school today. And so I picked up the sofa, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm so happy! I found Gus. I was like, Gus, guys, I Gus is fine. I was. I take back all the consolation I was giving you. Hey, I felt. I was bad. like, Oh god, she. I can't believe you. The squirrels are outside. Ella would have called for it. Ella would have been like, All right, cool. <laughs> You need to understand that when Ella Fish died, we told Ella that the fish went to a fish hotel. <laughs> they sure did. And she believed that for the longest. For like years. She would be like, when are we going to pick up the fish from the hotel? She would ask me and Adrian. She'd be yeah. like, auntie, um, daddy brought the fish to the fish hotel. When are they coming back? And yeah. I'd be like, um, I don't know, sweetie. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have to ask you a question. Uh-huh. Somebody did that to you when you was a child? Many times. <laughs> My uncle told me that there is an older brother and sister than my older brother and sister and that they were bad. And when they were bad, they (laughs) sold them. Wow. And basically what he did was he mixed the story of my Hansel and Gretel and Jacob. No, Jacob from the Bible. He kind of mixed those stories together. And like Joseph or Jacob? Jacob. Remember Jacob went in a well? Remember it had something with somebody in a well? That's Joseph. Well, Joseph, Jacob, whoever. She <laughs> mixed them stories together. And I, for a long well, time, thought that I had older brother and sister that were older than my brother and sister that, that were, were sold. Because they were bad. So it's like, don't be bad. He also used to tell me that the current mm-hmm. would shock me if I went in the water. The current? The ocean? He made it wow. sound like it was the same as electricity. He tortured you. He, Uncle Willie tortured me. He tortured me. So that's all I know. Wait, but did he tell your brother and sister name was Hansel and Gretel? He did, yeah. He said their names were Hansel and Gretel. Wow. Yeah, but they were bad. So you don't be bad because then your parents won't sell you. So that never, you never made the connection? It like took in me nursery? A, it, I was fucking five. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I know read Hansel and Gretel and you're telling me my brother is Hansel and Gretel. Of course I'm going to think they Hansel and Gretel. 1988, huh? 
I don't know shit. I cannot believe this squirrel. I, this whole yeah. time I thought it was a cartoon squirrel. I no. didn't know it was a real squirrel. And Lawrence's there. squirrel accent really didn't help. <laughs> How did he go? He, it was a Guyanese. How was it? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Me, Jane, Mr. Squirrel. Everything is okay. You <laughs> outside with me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was so vexed. <gasps> I was right back to myself because he I child kept fell asleep saying, I, I don't want to. Well, you, you've learned a lesson. Absolutely. Don't lie to your children. Just Keep tell them the truth about everything. <sighs> Keep telling them, give them the truth about everything. Wow. Oh, my God. That was amazing. We're fools. But that's fine. <laughs> no, she is a fool. This whole time I'm feeling so bad for her. Thinking it's a toy squirrel. Ah, oh, Lord. All right. So what's hot in the culture this week? Too much. A lot. Outside is open. Open, open, yeah, and boy. expensive, right? Yep, insane. So that's insane. all right. What we got I, going on? I wanted to in the welcome to the culture call. Welcome to the culture call. Right, doing everything twice. Gemini season, Gemini season. Oh boy. So um, here we go. Okay, I I think I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like I am a I, I don't know if I'm fine because she just do things to really annoy me sometimes. But Queen Niger, I like her music. Um, young girl started on YouTube. Um, with a, her husband and their baby, was pretty much one of the early YouTubers that started making money, um, had a tough background, but essentially made YouTube a successful career, but could sing, um, broke up with her husband. I think he was, there were, you know, allegations that he was abusive, but whatever. He cheated on her mm-hmm. on the internet, and, like, the girls made a YouTube video about it. So, like, that's how she found out he cheated on her. Smart. She took him back. And by this time, they're, like, <laughs> they're very, like, popular. Everybody mm-hmm. knows them. Because um, what I didn't know is that there's a whole generation of people that is just watch YouTube, like, TV. All day. 100%. Every day. That's it. Right? So, she took him back. He left her. Um, he cheated. She left him. And she made a song called Medicine, which is one of my favorite songs. Right? And met a new guy who she had a crush on. Didn't mm-hmm. think it was going to go far. But was convincing her to, like... Start medicine and drop your song. Why don't you just sing? Mm-hmm. It caught the ear of a producer who liked it. He signed her. She made an EP that was excellent. I loved it. Um, and then it turned out that she ended up being with that guy she had a crush on. People originally just wanted to see them together, so they were faking it for YouTube, like yeah. doing lives together. But then they really fell for each other, and then badam, she got pregnant. Yeah, right. She got pregnant, had a second baby. They're still together. The husband have a, rem- a a reputation for being an abuser, right? Allegedly, she has a song that says that he was breaking her down, right? Mm-hmm. He was with, was the girl from My Wife and Kids? Parker. Parker McKenna. He was with Parker McKenna. He beat her. Oh, wow. He was with her next girl. He beat Parker her. Parker McKenna. Remember My Wife and Kids? With she Keenan was a Ivory little, Ways? little, teeny, teeny oh. little girl. The she youngest the daughter. Wife and kids, the young she just had a baby. Hair. She did just have a baby. Yeah. Okay. She, um, he beat her, right? He get with her next girl. He beat that girl, too. He got arrested a couple times when he had the baby, CJ. So what happened this week is the baby graduated mm-hmm. and she essentially did not invite him. And he said it's because, you know, she she says it's because you, you can't be calling me a hoe and a bitch. And when I ask you to come get your son in Atlanta, you can't. And you want me to include you in everything. But she posted a picture of her, the stepfather right. and him. Then her mother, who have had she's had recent difficulties with as well, was like, um, you didn't tell us either. So, I mean, what y'all think, like, about a parent being absent but still have to want to be included in the day and goings of your life? So, I, I briefly saw this on social media. I think her reasoning behind it was that she knew he couldn't travel 
for some legal reason. She said he, she's asked them before to come. And yeah. He and he said he can't for legal reasons. Right. So she thought, well, you can't come, whatever. She definitely should have mentioned it. Yeah, you know, even for the purpose of, you know, sending a gift or yeah. make sure you FaceTime. I would never want to, not a moment like that. I would never not want to include yeah. my child's father or at least his family. Because, you know, for me, like, and what she said and what I thought was, she's like, you don't know what I go through on a daily basis with him. Like, you know, I guess a couple of weeks before he had said, oh, they've taken his kid over, kid from him and he don't get to see him. And she was like, that's actually not true. You get your kid a week a month. You live in L.A. I live in Atlanta and I'm being nice concerning all the shit that you've done. Like, I think he fought in front of the little boy and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like it's about the kid in that moment, right? Even if he wanted to call and speak to him, like, you should have yeah. told him. Yeah. Or, like, you FaceTime him, like, right after he comes off stage or something like that. Yeah, it, it might hurt, but it's your kid. But, you know, people can't, I don't think a lot of people can She's separate. Too, yeah, they're young, and She's they, like they can't separate, oh, like, God. their Maybe emotions, too. Oh, they can't separate their emotions from, like, the more important priorities. Yeah, and it's hard. And it, it's, it's it, you know, as a co-parenter, it takes practice. Yeah. But, you know, I thought that they were co-parenting for a good time now that they would have had it down or whatever. And then her mom, same thing with the mom. Mm-hmm. I guess she has issues with the mom. The mom, the sister was like, you didn't even let our mom know. And I'm like, what kind of shit is that? You, at yeah. least tell. Because she can't minds your child. things off of social media, though. Because they don't Because know nobody do would know off. that me and my mother had thing. Right. Girl, it's a whole thing, eh? It's a whole thing. Because they was on I Twitter. Yeah. The mother... But it's she didn't much. tell them, and the fucked up thing is the mother, while she was like in New York doing the music, the mother had the son. And due to whatever falling out they had, she still didn't tell the mother. I'm like, son, she had your kid for like a year while yeah. you got your life back together. Like, you, I don't care oh, how wow. mad you are. Yeah. You should tell your mother. Because you also don't want your kid being like, hey, with where's my grandma? With daddy and grandma and so and so and auntie, like, like, that's kind of fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it was, it was upsetting. I, I, I mean, I was like that. I, People were mixed. There were mixed reactions about it, but I just wondered, like, he loves his grandmother. I'm sure he would have loved to at least speak to her and his dad. And yeah. I never undecided him, man. Never. But in this case, I'm like, it wouldn't have cost you nothing to text him mm-hmm. and tell him, call him at this time. You but know? is he the same one that abused her? He did. Mm-hmm. Mm. He did. That's tricky. He did. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I mean, I haven't been in that situation. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm actively going after you to have a com- a, a relationship with your child if you was beating my ass. I actually so- think it's hard for her to do that, and I understand why. Because in addition to yeah. being abusive, he's done a lot of like he got arrested when he had CJ, and nobody knew where CJ was. And she had to go on social media to find out where her oh, kid yeah. was. What? So he's yeah. done. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. done. Oh, okay, but th- I think the the deciding factor is you were still co-parenting with him. He was still in his child's life. Yeah. He this like if yes. I can understand like if he was beating your ass and you haven't spoken to him, he yeah. doesn't get custody. Like he doesn't get visiting rights. That's one thing. But if he has your if she he has your son at least part of the month, I guess I worry that if you life. beat my ass, then you are gonna beat their ass too. But he still has him, so he's still with him. I mean, she has to go on for right. It's a fine, it's tough. That's a tough one. I think if he starts beating the child's ass, then you have a a right to say, no, my kid can't go. He's seeing him beat the You know, he's around. But I mean, my thing is, is that if her, not to sound insensitive, Mm -hmm. but I'm probably going to sound a little insensitive. Warning, warning. Right. If he was beating her ass, I'm sure he was beating her ass before she got pregnant. 
And she I made a know. conscious decision. Yeah, it don't just start after pregnancy. Child See, she was with really, a man that was beating she her. She was ass. a baby. They she got married at like nineteen. How old are those kids? How old is she? She got married at nineteen. She was divorced by like twenty two yeah. with a three year old. What she know? you know? You're right. So she she, she was young. young. Yeah. Okay. And like you know, I take it back. Guys. He like so. Here's the thing. I think I agree <laughs> with you, Dana. Up. If you're gonna send him on his own to be a week, then you can call him. If you're willing to send him, then you could probably call him. Only right? because his your child knows that's daddy. Like, yeah, no, he's, he's with him. He looks like yeah. his daddy too. So that's that's my only reasoning for like she should have called him because yeah. he's I mean, in his life. I have to say, this generation is very different. Like. Oh, everything. I, everything I they do is different. I begin to put my life out. Like, even... Yeah, even, even if I'm a celebrity. For me even hard, if I'm a celebrity. Right? Like, I am not a, the type of person who is yeah. front page. And yeah. I'm... Even now, right? I mean, I'm... I don't, I don't get this generation. Right. I, you know, it's so funny. Like, you know, we could say it's because they're celebrities. But has, any, has, has anybody seen Kendrick Lamar's child? Or J. Cole has two kids. Yep. Did you know has that? Has anyone you seen You knew them? J. Cole was married like years after it happened. With, you know, Kendrick Lamar living in a normal, very, very normal house with his wife. But that's how it should be. And his child. And we haven't even seen them. We barely We saw. see Beyonce like once every two months. Once every two months. We must see them. Guess Karen. what? Who remembers that Carrie Washington has two kids? Nope. Don't. I didn't even and know she husband. had two. She has two kids. And I thought she had yep. one and a husband. Didn't know about the second one. Yeah, yep. she, she has two kids. They're so you can to, keep you, your you stuff can. private. But it's part of it's, it's part, part of, of the, the, the gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whatever. I don't know if you but can keep they, your stuff private if grown, you're her, but right? They're, they're almost born and raised into it. Right. right? I was gonna say you so start like you started on that's YouTube. normal for them. Yeah, no, you're right. But and I will always say I was saying great right now, it's very normal. Grateful, grateful, grateful. Because what's happening? If I, I had social media when I was 15, 16, bitch, I'd never get a job. So, but yeah, that's that's that. So, you know, co-parent well, people. All right. Well, I don't know if you guys know Why this, do I but have to laugh every time you say it. Kim Kardashian feels like a fucking failure. I saw that today, honey. <laughs> I didn't hear it, but I, I saw it. it. Okay, I'm done for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> You're so mean. No. So I say that to say. I didn't I didn't see it. I just saw like the, the clip. Yeah. You guys don't have to give context. Kim for Kardashian that feels it. like a fucking failure. Well, being that you're talking about Kim Kardashian very quickly, did you guys see the link where the teacher was like, I lost my earrings? Yes. Did you see that? <laughs> yep, that sure did. That's that's how she gets her kids to stop and talking. Her kids stop talking by saying, Kim. There's people hungry in the world. Oh, that's a- no, you Kim and her lying. Children. No, no, remember the teacher. Oh, and they she did lost a- her earring, and so Chris Humphrey teacher it, yeah. was like, no, Courtney. Kim, I lost my earring. And no, I lost my earring. Wait, well, why does she do that? So when the kids won't stop talking, Doesn't she'll she say knows? that, and they respond. That's Kim, a call and response. There's people dying in the world. You. Are, I have to see who it. is this person? I put amazing. it on my on my on my um on my story. But like, Tisha, you know where that's from, right? Oh my god, that's I know, amazing! That's but did you see what happened with Kim? You saw what happened with her with yeah, that? Yeah, she was in yeah. the water. Oh, and it, that is fantastic. Yeah. I thought that. Okay, was why is she a failure? That shit funny. So but she's ahead, a I'm failure. Sorry. I hate. Okay, you for that. here's the thing. 
I'm laughing at her because I really think that she she does she cries like very insipid. She's terrible. She's a terrible cryer. You Too are also surgery. a terrible cryer. No, I don't cry back. No, you see one of the worst criers. No, that's not ever. True. I don't accept it. When you cry, it's be like, oh boy. <laughs> Is what it because my do? eyes are small? You just mean like, no, we haven't seen it because I was in And I just don't want to know. Stop it. No, you are a real bad cry. I'm dealing with your cries since 1985 or 86. You're holding me hostage from my cry in the 80s. I was four. They called me down to the office. That's what it is. I was four. They called me down to the office and they was like, you are Marissa's cousin? And I was like, yeah, she's like, she's crying. And I'm like, okay, but it's recess. It's liming time. And I had to go and console her. And I had to be like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. And she's like, oh, I'm a mommy. I'm a mommy. And I was like, oh, God. She still cries like that. Annie, However, why is Kim, Kim Kardashian is a fucking failure? Because she ripped black women off for everything. No, 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 no. Oh, my no, God. No. She appropriated our culture. She appropriated our culture. Mm-hmm. But no. Okay. And our men. So I am not a fan. I'm not a fan of these women with their bloat-up bodies <laughs> and their injectables. And, and they blow up. And they blow up lips. lips. And they're trying to yeah. look like we. And they and them with them is a trend. And with us, we ghetto. But that is a whole other thing. So wait. The boxer braids. Boxer fucking oh, braids. Why? Boxer braids. Why is <laughs> Kim Kardashian a fucking failure? Kim said she a failure because this is she she was good marriage and it's done. And this is the one of the only times I have ever sympathized with her. Same. I kind of feeling, I get enough vibe from her and I could be falling for the, for the um, okie doke. Dope. But I get enough vibe effect. from her. Right, right? It works. But I've been getting a vibe from her that she is um like I'm getting a very like she's a lot realer. Yeah. I'm actually kind of like digging this going for her um trying to pass the baby bar and all the work that she's putting in. She like really it feels real. And I appreciate that because I feel like everything has been fake. Yeah. Um and the show's coming to an end. So and the show's coming to an end. Be more real. Right. And I, I feel I feel for her. And we've kind of watched their marriage play out. In the media. Tanisha doesn't feel for her. We kind of <laughs> we kinda watch their marriage play out. And I feel like if it's if it's true that Kanye is I mean not if it's true, Kanye is dealing with a serious mental mental, mental illness. I can only imagine what the fuck that must feel like to have a spouse that is going through something like this and you got four children. But why? But why would you... I mean, okay, so here's my thing. Kim, baby one, you mm-hmm. knew you knew your, your man was a madman. Mm-hmm. You know he was... Dating, old. you know, when he when he called your sisters for a fitting yeah. and then destroyed the dresses because they didn't look right in it yeah. and did the dresses all over, you should have... When he grabbed Taylor Swift Mike, you knew he was off. Yeah. And that was before you was even with him. No, he was so cool. What do you mean? <laughs> He's oh my individual. God. He's an individual. You know, that was so People audacious of yeah. him. Different opinion. And he was standing up for Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing with that. This is what I'm, I feel like I'm getting from all of those instances of her defending him is that's what she was telling She us knew, yeah. When they went home 100%. in their plain white 
mausoleum of that they've built because colors that white is and also, burlap. y'all know how i feel about those colors I, and everybody knows how much i love design and architecture here that is also the home of a mad person her her house is a mausoleum it's sad and, it's, and a, it's, nothing, it's beautiful but it's sad because it's, it's no nothing it's there. empty it's empty it's empty she literally just did there was an episode she just did um for her mother's 65th birthday which i thought was very sweet she she curated 65 looks for chris jenner's birthday to, to celebrate her 65th birthday and all the clothes were gonna go to her like all these looks are from all these designers and they're gonna go to you and, but what they did was they took mannequins and they lined her hallway and it just looked like a fucking museum it did it it just to me but again all of the efforts sorry all of the efforts of a madman right that so is, she know what that, she was dealing with. He's obsessively Gemini. I will say that. Right? That's madman. That's How many acres did he Mike. buy? I think it's a couple hundred yeah. acres in Wyoming. Yeah. He owns as far as you can see. He owns as far as you can see. Why, Kanye? Like, he does things that are just... I can only imagine well, what's going on behind closed doors. With the doors. land, right? That's going to definitely make him... Of course. ...for trillion year. So of course. I see his logic there. But as far as her... I don't know if she was trying to ride for him and it went too I think far. she didn't want the what marriage the, to fail. I, what, right. Because yeah. I do think she loves some part of him. I do. I but do. But here's the thing. I I wondered, well, you are having a difficult time managing him. He's When he gets probably whatever, he's An probably episode. like a child, yeah. right? You have not. He going off. You have saint. He going off. You went and you have shy. He was committed to the hospital. You turn around and you have what's your last name? Sam. Sam. So I don't know if you have all these kids. Girls, she has the last two surrogates. Right. She had medical issues. Uh huh. And shy is short for Chicago. Chicago. When he named your child Chicago, you should have done. Right. So it's like, did you ever? I wonder if she thought about how difficult it would be for all these kids dealing with a dad that goes through. Mental issues. She had that to because be I mean, granted, I don't know if it's a hundred percent true, but I've heard that he's not allowed to be left alone. Like he always has to have like supervision with him. And take your fortune into that. But with then the, the same token, she's at the same time she's saying that he's such an amazing father. No, he For you can public, beat him. Probably. You can be an amazing father, but, you, but he needs to be super, supervised. And, and like I said, I don't know if that's true, alive, but like if yeah. that's what you realize again, why would you keep having all these children? Because yeah, what? Because well, the straw that broke the camel's back was. Okay, was <laughs> she North? Like when he started to talk about the abortion with North, yeah. I'm like, oh, so now I mean, the public knows didn't that he he's that crazy. Jenner, the clan, like, didn't he say Stop some it. shit? That's like my that? favorite Kanye he, moment. He, he called sure her Chris Jong Un. Yeah, Chris Jong Un. He sure did. did. <laughs> sure did. You remember that Twitter uh, tyrant he went on? Yo, he called I her Chris Jong Un. I, I have to let me admit to the audience, guys. Like, I am not in. Yeah. obviously <laughs> this type this part of she the world she don't go outside but you know <laughs> it's COVID forever for her yeah. it is <laughs> and, but and this is wild like yeah, no, no he called Kanye, Kanye did a lot. he did a lot he tweeted Larsa which we find out months later that Larsa was with Tristan. Was Tristan. Larson was Tristan's man and Chloe and brought her to Chloe's house and then that was Chloe's man. But I think the the underlying factor here is we noticed this right after his mother passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that kind of set off his mental illness. Yeah. And because remember, since then Amber Rose and their whole yeah. situation. Yeah. He went off and 
he lost Think control. about it. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is about Amber yeah. Rose. The whole album. While it is my favorite. I have a theory. But he damn. got He married into the Kardashian and his mother passed and he got an overwhelming new large family to fall in love with and they are in the public eye and constantly doing things for fame and he did not, I think he lost the people around him that knew how to manage his mental that's what That's what everyone said. People that's in the exactly industry said that yeah. there was no one there to kind of check him. And Jay was, I'm sure Jay couldn't really infiltrate and yeah, like, no. you know. But no, he disrespected Blue. Of course he At did. At that point, things are done. Wait, what did he do to Blue? He he said, he, he called he out. He disrespected said, Blue and Beyonce. Yeah. Stop. No, I didn't know how I, I have to know on, about this. What did he say? On stage. Yeah, well, on tour. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he had some low blows there. How yeah. could I have missed that? Yeah. He did? It was, it it was it was very very early on. Yeah. Oh, that shit ain't. Cool. And then he took and then he was talking about B and then he was talking yeah. about OJ oh, don't send your goons after me. Yep. Yeah, so after a certain point you have to remove yourself. Like Jay can't save the whole it. culture. No, no, I was gonna say that I think Jay couldn't even infiltrate now, the, the, the the Kardashian. Think about that, way. right? He did all of that he he and she to. stood by him. Right. So her his his reputation is one thing. Her reputation got tainted too through because of him. Yeah, because she was the, he was one he was on his Trump shit. I was like, okay, yeah. so so there's a either shut up, either say nothing, just don't say nothing. Because when you get up here to support your husband, what you're doing is firing up this extreme left white culture. In but a, she didn't support him in that. She did. She was tweeting Kanye for president, and I was like, oh, that yeah, right. she, sure she was well. entertaining his foolishness. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not, and I feel for her. That's when she made the decision because she does care about her business. And, and when if you look at the show, I think when he started doing that, they were all thrown off. Yeah. They didn't really know that that was coming as a yeah. family. I think they they did, right? I think that Kanye running for president, and this is just my conspiracy theory, that that was done intentionally mm-hmm. because every vote that goes to Kanye is a vote that goes okay. to Trump, right? Mm-hmm. And and so that divides the Democratic vote. That's or, what that's or what the they're no, that, that right? was, and, No, that mm-hmm. was... To take away the black vote mm-hmm. from, from Biden, from, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's, That's what I mean. Yeah. But That's it, exactly yeah. what I mean. Like a vote for Kanye is really right. A so vote. I think yeah. that he was being used as a pawn. One hundred percent. And um, and I think the black community kind of just went and off. If you on know him. he has a mental health issue, because Kanye without a mental health issue, or Kanye with a, a managed mental health issue. Would not have done that. I am certain that she pleaded that was with him crazy. to get help. I am certain, but the question that I kept having in my mind is, I you know, know you pleaded with him to get. I think I mean, she did. I think she did, right? I think she did. And but you still kept having children. And I'm gonna tell you something. I on think one of the episodes, honestly, I think that was to just trump Courtney. You think That's so? what it felt like. I 100. And she's trying to be her mom. Yeah, she wants to be her mother, and she's she she's admitted mom. that she's admitted she wanted yeah. to have the most kids. Yeah, that's what she wanted. I don't think it had anything to do with him. Interesting. I don't think, I that, think that family to me is just the devil. I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like no, I still every feel that way. Black man that has associated themselves with that yep. family in some they way. They always get ruined. Has been ruined in some um, way. The it's not every help- black man. It's every man. It's men. Because Scott ain't okay. And I to mean, be quite honest with you. You right. I be Caitlin, feeling for right. him. I be yeah. feeling... Caitlin. I don't even want to get on that topic. We're not going to discuss Caitlin that. Caitlin running for Please mayor. I mean, for mayor, governor, governor. In, Cal- in California. I'm going to wake up the woke. I'm not going to do it. No. I mean, that's another episode. Like, that's a whole nother yeah. layer of bullshit. Anyway, but I just feel like they're the devil. Well, that's you just... know, I will say with Kim. <clears throat> the devil. I feel like the only crack, like, the only reason I give her a look mm, with Kanye and that family is because 
he was a come up for her. Like she couldn't come up anymore. Like she was at her. Yeah, she kind of did kind of hit a a plateau. And so she was excited about that relationship. But even though you're taken from Amber, but say what? Um, she that was a come up for him. So she did everything she could. Amber wasn't wanting. No. He was cheating on Amber with Kim. Yes. And she was and she was intentionally sending him pictures of her and lulling him. Like luring him in. Right, that's why he felt comfortable when uh, she was with uh, that Chris Humphreys telling her to yeah. leave him. Okay. And so okay. when so when she got with Chris Humphrey, Kanye got uh, triggered like, nah, that's mine. And so he went after, that's mine. And so he went after her and then chumped the dude mine. when he took her. But she I feel like Look what I was saying eye. earlier was <laughs> Kanye was a come up for her. So she probably did fall in love because he introduced us to a whole nother world mm-hmm. and like you know how again not to be Gemini and Gemini and Gemini and Gemini and Gemini and Gemini because six of us we're talking about now right not to what? just do that what? Right? what did two other bitches get here I don't no, know it's two two and Kanye's Kanye's two. one oh, on right, my right, birthday right. six two four six I can't so is this gonna be the whole episode no yes yes <laughs> no, I said yes twice we'll stop, we'll so stop. it's okay. like um you he she was so she I feel like she fell in love with him for real because he he showed her a bunch of things. She got access to another level. She was on Vogue and so all of that. And to see, like, the person, even if we say she's shady and she ain't love him, to see the person that was giving you access to this world kind of trip and yeah. that's no longer your access, like, even if she didn't love him, she would have probably been preparing to, like, you know, help, try to figure out him, help, help, get help. But I don't know why she kept having them kids. But, you know. Yeah, and, and continuing with mental illness, um, yeah. my topic is also Naomi Osaka. And being a former athlete, um, I played basketball for, I don't know, from nine to up through college. So I understand, like... Did you ever play tennis? No. Okay. I understand, like... That was real when you random. know, when you... Very. Because she's an athlete, so I was wondering was if she random. could connect with tennis? Naomi because she played tennis. Who knows? No, but I know, like... After you lose, you don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Like, give me a chance to process it. Like, you're already hard enough in yourself. You think about everything you did wrong, everything you could have right. done, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Um, so for for you to tell people, like, hey, I'm going through something right now. I need a little time, a little space. And for them to not respect that and fine you. And then you have to withdraw, like... I didn't understand. So, so for people that don't know, Naomi Osaka has... You know, she's going through some some mental things. She said she, the last couple of years, she's just been having tons of anxiety and stress. And she didn't want to do um, any publicity or any interviews after her matches. And instead of the tennis organization, you know, being okay with that, she got fined $15,000. Which she paid. And then... She decides to withdraw because the attention was take being taken away from the tournament and turned on her and her decision. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't respect me. And if I brought so much culture and yep. so many things yeah. to this this um league in the last couple of years, and you can't even respect the fact that I'm going through something. So I I, I saw the That's calm so app was saying it was going to announce to pay the fine for players opting out of the Grand Slam. And also they matched. Yeah. They said they were going to donate the fine for her. And they said they were going to match any future fines um, with $15,000 donations as well. She's going through something. By the time she announces that she's going through something, she tells she brought up. She told her yeah. coach. She told her team. She's been going through something. She's been going through something. <laughs> right. So by the time she said it out her mouth and made that statement, 
nothing was done. And I'm like, well, that must be stressful for her. Because now all of y'all, let's assume it's a group of people know she's going through something and nobody steps up or not everybody steps up. Maybe some people step up. Because everybody's concerned about their payday. Right? So nobody steps up. She goes to do this. The tone deafness, this tone deafness of this oh, blue. Yeah. My mind, yeah. and it took me right back to again how they treat African American athletes, especially in tennis. Mm-hmm. Because I can't, what's his name? I forget his name. McEnroe, Busta Mashup Rockets. Oh, you mean? Oh, you on. mean? Everybody storm gets out. in licks. Why are you asking me that Everybody question? Everybody gets in cuss. He, he, he was storm out the press, press conferences. They he never was awful. find him that we know of one time. Mm-hmm. But this girl has come to you in a vulnerable place and said, I, I don't want to. But I all she's saying this. is, I don't want to do press. I don't want to. I don't want to answer your questions that you already asked me. You don't. Yeah. Even, you didn't even say, okay, write a statement. You didn't even try to compromise with her to right. give her what she needed. You immediately find her. How fucked up is that? But I mean, let's look at it from the company's perspective. I do believe that she should have been given the opportunity to just pay the fine and just let her continue on. No, that that's what was supposed to happen. But however, the argument that these companies are making is that if they allow that for her, mm-hmm. then other athletes yeah. in the future can say the same thing, right? And be accepted, um, be expected to have that same type of courtesy. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of setting this new precedent that they don't want to... Um, that they don't want to establish. Yeah. And maybe the company themselves have to maybe think or reimagine how they go about press with these athletes after Yo, coming but out. But why of not a, why not culture. in turn if you don't know what to do, like if you're you know, right. you realize it's probably gonna become a trend. Right. Why not make your first statement like, Hey Naomi, we support you. Um, we hope you're okay. We're gonna offer athletes a therapist you know if they're going through something like why not be empathetic first and then deal that's with the that problem. after there was no empathy for me that's i'm like so i think it's a more like how dare you right yeah. tell us that Which you're not you, also, you've right. gotten this amazing opportunity yeah, look at you. We've to given be a you woman of color and here we given Which it to you know that's their attitude with every more, with anything concerning us because i'm like not only are you looking for your payday but like if she went through this and she has not expressed what she's dealing with or what is causing it, mm-hmm. oh my God, the Williams sisters need therapy for a lifetime. Because right. the things that they have done oh to them, God. said oh about goodness. their father, said about them, their uh, beads, her clothes. As children. Children, like uh, all these, they, they find they find Serena for her beads one game when it popped off and like all these things. I'm like, her Again, outfit. There yeah. was one outfit that they they've, told her she could get. Yeah. In her blood clots. Yeah. They've drawn she comics of too. her as a monkey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just something to be said, like the slave mentality. And it's like even with where there's a lot of sports of people of color, like basketball players and football players and all these different people, it's like, yo, they really see these human beings as such a payday. And it's like super concerning to me that like they continue to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's and I hope she gets the help she needs because I do tough. too. I stand with you, Naomi. I know what it is to too. be an athlete. Plus, and we have our own Naomi. So mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I hope you get the help you need. I hope you have the right people surrounding you, yes. loving you, um, checking on you, and that's also a thing. Make sure you check on your friends, especially your strong ones, especially yeah. your mom friends. Yeah. Oh, because they cry. They probably cry like me. You think the strong friends? I want my mom. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I would be remiss not to talk about 
the ancestors of Telsta. Oh. Oh. You know, and it is their centennial. It is their 100th year anniversary. We about to get heavy, heavy. It okay. gets so heavy, baby. Okay. Like somebody is trying to heavy on me. Y'all right. welcome. Okay. <laughs> she took it to another level from the quiet storm. Okay. <laughs> All right, ancestors. Sorry for the interruption. <laughs> but, um... It is a wonderful time to celebrate in our culture um, what, you know, one generation out of slavery was able to accomplish by building this um, phenomenal city in Oakland, right? Oklahoma. 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 Mm-hmm. Here I am talking about Oakland, California. Can't fuck Tulsa now. They'll come for you, sis. They're going to come for me. Greenwood. Watch. Anyway. Uh, that show Lovecraft Country will show you how they will come yes, for you. Yes, fire. Facts. With fire. But anyway, um, it was um, it was amazing to learn, not learn. I already have a right. I'm I was familiar with the Black Wall Street, but it was because you be teaching. You know, it's it's great to see the rest of the world. You know, um, being exposed to the contributions of Black Wall Street, and you know, that's not just one city that we built in isolation. We had many cities Absolutely. that were able to build their wealth. Um, in a segregated America. But what was so disheartening is that a hundred years later, um, nothing has been done, right? These people have not been able to get any type of um, reparations or anything for the wealth that was snatched away from them. Mm-hmm. And so um, I have to say this current mayor kind of made some steps of trying to dig up the graves mm-hmm. so that he can begin to find the evidence. Can but you imagine that a hundred years later. That's- right. And so we have three surviving um, three surviving residents of Greenwood during that time. And one of them addressed Congress. They have been suing the city of Tulsa for a long time. And literally now they are getting the attention that they deserve. And I hope something finally comes, you know, comes, comes from it. But, you know, it was getting back to the theme of mental health, right? Hearing these people share their stories. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had an opportunity yeah, to look at think any I of the documentaries. The woman that addressed Congress. But just hearing what they had to go. Imagine being in your home girl. and your mom is like, yo, get up. We got to go. The white people are killing the colored people. And you're running out. You're, you have nothing. Imagine being hearing your prom was canceled. And you're like, damn, prom is canceled? Like, yeah. damn. Yes. And being upset about that. And then starting to hear them bomb your town. And immediately. Immediately. You know, and I mean, for many of you guys who don't know, there was airplanes literally bombing this city. Yeah. And so, you know, it's important for me to pay homage to the ancestors as much as I can when I can. And so I just wanted to shout out Tulsa. Just wanted to shout out Greenwood. And you should also add that, you know, it was and, 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 and many of these I don't actually know about. But there were actually many other massacres that we actually don't Absolutely. know Absolutely. Tons. Was, was Central Park a massacre? Or they just built something Central on top of Park a black town? Central Park was a, dis- I, I want to say was a displacement. I yeah. won't be surprised that yeah. there wasn't some type and of. And it may have been. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, I mean Brooklyn. How would we know? How would yeah. we know? Right. Brooklyn had oh, their man. own. 
um, situation going. Yeah. Like literally right. Florida, yeah. Rosewood, mm-hmm. right? So All of these places, you, right? What what is it? I saw they were having um, a big event in Tulsa. Yeah, mm-hmm. sold like thousands of dollars in tickets, and yeah. like I think Angela Rye was gonna speak, and a bunch of other people. And then Stacey I saw Abrams, on the news, Stacey Abrams, they called it off, and they said they called it off because the um, descendants um, asked for something unreasonable. Um, or what they thought was unreasonable. Yeah. So they canceled it and everybody lost money or whatever, whatever. Um, what is the, con- like, what was their concern? Like, do you know why they were upset about people well, coming in? some of the residents or the, um, the, um, the grandchildren of, you know, Tulsa residents, they're, one of their arguments is that, you know, um, people are monopolizing off of profiting the, off of mm-hmm their the trauma of and not their, helping in the fight of their grandchildren mm-hmm. i mean of their grandparents or great grandparents and they have the money to do those things right but then they don't have the money to provide them with some level of reparations right yeah. it, it doesn't necessarily i don't know if they want a cash like compensation yeah. i mean they deserve it i mean tulsa Greenwood had luxury hotels. It sure did. Right? Mm-hmm. That was worth $2 million at that time. Today will be worth $25 million today. Right? And so how do you... How do you pay that back? How do you pay that back to, you know, to these descendants of these residents? And of the, that the level of attack that they put down on that city was insane. It was It was Like it was planes. Terrible. I was yeah. like... People were murdered also, in the streets. So also they have, you know, another, you know, issue is this renewal, urban renewal plan. And so this herbal renewal plan to them means like a black removal plan. So you had Tulsa and Greenwood that was at one point in time. 40, Wait, are you talking 50 about something blocks. now? Or? Yes. 40, 50 blocks. Are you and now me? Greenwood is just one block. So they're gentrifying like, Tulsa. Absolutely. Wow. And so people... <laughs> These people have a wow. motherfucking nerve. Yeah, Absolutely. So, like, now Tulsa... Not, there's not a care in the world. Yeah. Because what I know is, I couldn't do that. Yeah. It happened in you the last to, century. You, I can't do that. Yeah. You're trying to gentrify Tulsa. It has been gentrified. There are no black businesses. There may be two or three black businesses wow. remaining. Think about wow. it. They gentrify no, Central Park. <laughs> They gentrify Central Park. There's no black businesses there. The settlement of black people. Look at Central Park. But I also want to highlight to you that they cut through. They cut through Tulsa with a highway. Right. Right. So that's what they did. And they did that right after the riots. Because. It became a very industrialized town. Oh, so maybe that's why they They did did it for a a railway, I want to believe. They did railway first and then they. And then it's a a highway. Yeah. Nice. But These then, people have no conscience nice. because yeah. you know, we're, no. we're in New York or in different states of California and may not have learned about this in school significantly, but Olya in the place doing thing to the people that Olya did the thing to the they, last time. So on, when the riot Business happened, when the riot happened, they didn't charge not one white man. No, they charged black men yeah, for no. inciting a riot. That's one. Yeah. Two, in the newspaper, it explicitly said, I'm going to use profane language here, guys. So just trigger warning, trigger warning. They said that nigger town could never be built again. 
right? They rebuilt um, Tulsa and um, the Black Wall Street in the 1940s, and it was said to be more profitable during that time than in the 1920s. Right. But they were literally trying to take their land after they destroyed it. It was a lawyer, I forget his name, an attorney who sued the city and forced the, the residents that survived from Tulsa to just build, like, tents or whatever. Whatever you can. Right, just to, be, build to make it look like they can't take it by eminent domain. Right. Because these people are still living here. And mm. these businesses are still operating, even if they're operating outside of a tent. Y'all, whether we mind our business or not, they it, it's never going to stop. It's not. It's never going to stop. So, that's my culture call, guys. Mm. We're pretty dark you know, today. I, hope, it's not that they, I hope that they get everything that they're entitled to. And I hope that we could take our children there and tell I them I would love happened. to. And if you don't know much about Tulsa, because, like, I'm not educated here, so it was new for me, um, watch Lovecraft Country, the Tulsa episode. But Actually, just prepare yourself. Uh, who did? Watchmen on HBO is yes. another great it's show all that about covers Tulsa. Tulsa. It's great. It's entirely And I want to believe... CNN did a documentary. History Channel did a documentary. PBS is LeBron doing something? He did it with CNN. Yeah. Oh, so that was the LeBron's... Yeah. Pro- oh, Dreamland. Yeah, so Dreamland was the name of the movie theater. And if yeah. you don't remember yeah, Lovecraft yeah, yeah, Country, yeah. that's where it kind of yeah, started Yeah, that's where off. it starts. So the, yeah. yeah. So that was an actual place. Yeah. Like... The way it's done in Lovecraft, it's so it's real. It's episode seven, guys. And it just, it's so, <laughs> so make it's it humanizes the whole Ooh. thing because it just, you, you see it from the standpoint of somebody who just heard their prong got canceled and, you know, they was like, oh my God, like people going about their normal day and then their entire lives were just yeah. turned upside down. So, so I hope there's, you know, maybe we should look into things we could do to help, but. You yeah, know. definitely. Fuck gentrification. The black removal. Hmm. Urban okay. renewal. The Literally the removal. definition yes. of gentrification. The black <laughs> removal. The black removal. The entry of different races that are not there. So are we gonna get heavier? Yup. I think we're about to go yep. really. I should have saved really my heavy, heavy dark. for this heavy D. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Heavy D. Nope. Heavy. No. Okay. That didn't work. All I'm right, gonna try to find a song. Okay. Might no. be too late. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Now we're moving into our main topic, which is, ugh, it just kills me even to say it, is postpartum depression. And this Yay! is all a shout out to um, mental health awareness this month, guys. So yeah. if you feel like that's our theme yeah. throughout this. You know, it. I did a little bit of research, and I'm sure we all did, to kind of look into it and, you know, what causes it? Like, where does it start, right? Like, where's mm-hmm. the beginning? And then I, I'm definitely going to say how it affected me. But just as a little bit of a cushion, it can actually start in pregnancy. Guess who didn't know that? Me. Didn't know. And then when you think about that, when you think about it, I saw somebody say somewhere that they had pregnancy depression and they wasn't sure that was a thing. So I'm like, so those moments of your pregnancy, maybe where you felt like towards the end, like, I just thought that was over it. Right. Mm. I was like, is that like postpartum kind of like, is that what it is? I don't know. But then once I read that, I thought I realized I felt like that in the past. But essentially, the physical kind of, there are catalysts for it that are emotional, and then there's the physical, like, and the physical kind of causes, push that baby out, your hormones turn into, like, a psycho man. In they a drop biblotech, significantly. In mm-hmm. a disco ball with Tim's on. Like, they're all over the place, and it causes a reaction. And what I learned today was their levels to this shit, right? You can have 
pregnancy, po- pregnancy depression. Then you have what they call, they, they classified as a baby blues. Like, oh, right. baby blues, like mm-hmm. two weeks, heard that shit my whole life. I actually thought that that's what was postpartum was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turns out the medical professionals are saying that postpartum is an extended baby blues, right? With more symptoms. Then what I don't know if y'all know, you probably know because you're a little bit of a psycho. But after you, your, your postpartum, if not treated, could turn into postpartum psychosis. And you could like lose your mind completely. Whoa. Didn't even know that. I, did I didn't, that. but it makes sense for women who like kill their kids. Yeah, or yeah. like jump yeah. out of a fucking window yeah. like ten years after they have their kid. Yeah, yeah. Like I think we heard a story about somebody that chopped up their kid in a bathtub. Jesus. Yeah. GT, I think. She killed some. Some and it was in the news that she killed her kids, and then somebody <laughs> came to the door. Um, I know someone personally who's what? um what good Psychosis. their neighbor and good friend killed her babies. And this is back in the Caribbean. And that was psychosis. Like a few years ago. That had to be psychosis. Because yeah. I used to say a mother's instinct doesn't exist because people hurt their kids. Yeah. But after reading that, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's levels to this shit as to how much it can affect you. And I, I'll say for me, um, I didn't really realize I had postpartum. I think nobody does. After. Yeah, I think that's the the general synopsis. Like when I started coming to, like I remember looking at my clothes and being like, "What was I wearing? Ah, Where my clothes? Listen, listen, listen." But in the moment when I look back at the things I was feeling, I was crying a lot. Um, I was exhausted. I, I, I think what we did is sum up everything to exhaustion. Yeah. And that's not what it's, it is. Yeah, it's Because I was sleep deprived. I was crying a lot. I felt, again, anything that affects me in life, I feel like trash. Like, I'm like, you're dumb. You not achieve. I'm like, I waited like almost till I was past three to have a kid. Like, I'd be okay. But like, I felt like I could never be able to financially support her. I was like, what did you do? Like, I went through a whirlwind and then I felt like, Crazy, like I did feel crazy. Like yeah. I'm talking it through now. I did feel like in my mind, like I couldn't make sense of things. So the crazy part is, I think you ever see like I don't know if it's a cartoon or movie where like there's like a tornado, but in the eye of the storm is like clear. Mm-hmm. I feel I still feel like I go in and out of the eye of the storm and the storm. Even to this day, Ava just turned two, right? And I think you know after experiencing postpartum and kind of like my husband had to tell me like, yeah, like I I was like, I didn't go through it, but my husband told me like, yeah, you had it pretty bad not even realizing it. And now looking back and understanding, I now can kind of sense when I'm going in and out of it Mm -hmm. because I will have like uncontrollable feelings. I'll feel overwhelmed. I'll just want to cry for no reason. Like, I feel like I'm not doing enough for her. Like it's just so much is happening. Right. But only now I can kind of like stand back and watch it happen, but not be able to stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I go ahead, see. I mean, I think while I was going through my pregnancies and even after having my my kids, I did some self reflection, and mm-hmm. as I was doing some research, I was looking at some of the symptoms, and I'm like, "Y'all, I was going through postpartum, right. absolutely, yeah, yep. parts." I yeah. was like. Wow, because I always pride myself as I'm a strong black woman. I can do it. I can do it all. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I have no um, feelings. Yeah, I have no feelings. Yeah, I'm I good. Show I no got feelings. it together. Right, yeah. I have it together. And I realized that 
you were going through some shit and you you were com- I was completely unaware of what I was going through and I you know I even to my husband you know yeah. and that's a function of cuz like literally my behavior and all of me changed yeah after Jordan got here yeah. I could say the same thing with my sons mm-hmm. you know I didn't care about how I looked no I would just wear a t-shirt and sweats and sneakers. Yeah. And I was a young mother, guys. I had my first two kids by the age of 19, just kind of putting that out there. And I was going to college at the time. And one of my professors, love him to pieces, Pitts, you know, he would call me out on it. Like, what's going on with you? Why you're not doing your hair? Why are you coming out in a t-shirt and sweats? And again, I'm young. Didn't realize I was going through postpartum to your point, having guilt of how am I going to take care of these Mm -hmm. kids? Yeah. You know, I'm a loser mom. Look at the so-and-so. Yeah. You you know, look at I'm bringing up my kids in a broken home. Mm -hmm. I have no morals, no values, you know, all of those things. And then here I am with Jordan where I do have a partner, right? Yeah. Everything is totally different. I have everything. That's important to point out. And then yeah. here I am still feeling those things, yeah. you know, all of a sudden I'm starting to sleep on the couch. My husband didn't do anything to me, but I just feel like, you know, and I it's, rationalize it like, oh, I need cool air. No, bitch, you're going through some other stuff and you are not acknowledging that mm-hmm. you're going through this sadness, this hopelessness, feeling overwhelmed, feeling yeah, like man. I'm not good enough. Feeling like I'm a failure yeah, I, in my yeah, marriage, a ma- a failure in my and my motherhood, mm-hmm. a failure at like keeping a home, mm-hmm. like yeah. all of those things was like Why crazy for me. I tried to be. I picked after having and y'all heard my birth story, right? So hopefully, if you guys listened, mm-hmm. um, I chose the time after being released from the hospital, and um having a new baby that was weeks old, I decided right now I'm going to be superwoman. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to cook everything from scratch. I'm going to my baby's food from scratch. Right. Oh, I'm going to yeah. apply for a job. Oh, I got a promotion. I'm going to do every single thing. And I think that's why I didn't realize I was on autopilot. Yeah. Right. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I remember one day making a steak dinner. And mashed potatoes from scratch while breastfeeding Mila. What the fuck was I doing? Yeah. Why was she in the kitchen anyway? Yeah. I was on autopilot. Like, I chose, the, like, everything was new in my lifetime. I just moved in with her dad. Um, I mean, She's a new baby. I sick. And I had a C-section. So I don't know in my brain what made me think, I'm going to do every single thing now. Like, the most ridiculous shit. And if I failed at one thing, it's a wrap. Like, oh, let me not, let me not be on at work one day. I'm shit. I'm garbage. But you wouldn't even know I was doing this to myself because yeah. I was keeping yeah. it together on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was the type to just not ask for help. And I still don't. I can have yeah. all the help in the world and I'll be like, no, I got it. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm drowning in things yeah. to do, Same but here. I will refuse. Even with you sometimes you'd be like, oh, I'll yeah. watch Ava and I know you want to, but I'd be like, no, it's okay. I'll. I'll yeah. stay home and cook and clean and do guilt. this and that. Because yeah. why can't you do it? 
You right. Should I should be able it, to handle right? it. Everything in the world, plus everything that's going on outside of your house. Yeah. You should be able to handle everything. I, um, for me, it, I'm hungry, guys. the Sorry. postpartum resulted in a lot of, I have a lot of like, uh, blurry moments. I feel like there are chunks of my kids' early childhood that I feel like I can't remember. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of it, I was just zoned out. I know I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, but my mind was just not all together. It wasn't all there. It was a lot of crying and not knowing why I'm crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I had a lot of crazy thoughts that I knew that I could not verbalize or that I had and I knew that it was something that was outside yes, of me. Yeah. Postpartum. I had it and I was like, I would think things and I'd be like, why are you thinking that? But I had the wherewithal to still kind of be like, I, I can, this is postpartum. Yeah. This is not me because why am I thinking this crazy shit? It's like, I I had the same thing. It's like, you know that you would never do anything, but I'm thinking, but I'm thinking about it. And why am I thinking about it? I I hadn't read her book, but I knew all about her book. I would always think about Brooke Shields because I know that I remember that Brooke Brooke Shields Shields had, what are you talking about, girl? Brooke Shields was the person that brought postpartum depression to the forefront. Yeah. Really? I, Absolutely. Brooke Shields talks about going to a bridge with her baby to throw the baby over because the baby didn't look nothing like her. Wow. Wow. I did not know Brooke that. Brooke Shields said that. She said the Thanks, baby Brooke not Shields. looking like her did something to her. Right? Remember Brooke Shields was this beautiful, glamorous, yeah. gorgeous woman. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. then her husband was yeah. whatever. I don't know. I'm not saying he was bad looking or anything. I don't think that's what it was. I think it was that this child looked nothing like her. Like oh, how Jade looks God. nothing like me. Yeah. I wasn't affected by that, but she, she was, was weirdly triggered. affected by it. It mm-hmm. triggered her. And she was going to throw her baby over. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, thank I, you for bringing I had, this problem to the forefront. And it wasn't even with both of my kids. It was with Ella. It was my first okay. child, and I was just kind of like, why are you thinking this? I remember, like, I think I wasn't working yet. I had just took the bar. And, like, I would come up to Harlem. And she would be... Nobody's there. Lawrence is not there. Ella's at school. And she'd be in this room by herself yeah. on the bed. Because I don't be like, I don't want to do anything. So, um, again, like you guys all said, I'm not combing my hair. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing anything nice at all. Shoes. I'm not... You thought you could never wear shoes I again. thought... I, she used to be like... She's like, I was like, oh, you get this shoe for your outfit? Like, uh, why shoes? would I get shoes? You I get have shoes? Ella. I'm like, so you know. It doesn't make I'm gonna wear sense. Shoes again? Like that heels? Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Went through that. I'm done with heels. heels. I'm right, right now. now. Okay, but yes. Right? So yes. it's like, I just didn't understand. I had no self-worth. I didn't feel good about myself. Yep. I felt like, yeah. again, I was the only person that had a kid at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except Same. for my one other friend. Same. Right? All of my friends are out living life, doing things, and I'm watching that. And I'm home, and I felt unaccomplished. I felt all of these things. I don't really have a lot of pictures for myself, of myself. You're right. During the time period of me having, like, like during that time period where Ella was a young child, from maybe like one to about three. Yeah, same you really thing don't. With Jade, I don't have you pictures really don't. of myself because I didn't, didn't like want to see either. myself. Mm-hmm. How about I'll, I'll do you one better? I didn't have a mirror. I remember mm. that. I didn't have a mirror and, for and years. And she didn't get a mirror. Mm. My mirror was my bathroom mirror. My big mirror broke. And when it broke when we were moving, I never got another mirror. What for? Yeah. What for? Is 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. But God, I, to, you have to when you come out of it a bit, especially now that Jade is four going on five, I always feel like there's a three year mark with me and my kids. Like I get to three 
and I get to that point where you I'm get like, get back to normal a little bit. I'm, but I'm actively trying to get back to normal. I'm like, I think because at three they're a little more independent, right? So, so I think I think your your brain space kind of frees up just a little bit. Three definitely started three at three. I was retrospective like, what the fuck? Yeah, I had not bought a new piece of anything in. Because you feel guilty, it's like that so, guilt. So basically, yep. I'm you, going you through what you guilt. guys have already like. One, I haven't bought like new underwear. I haven't bought new. Oh, clothes. I have like no new summer clothes. I told Adrian, I'm like, babe, I can't remember the last time I bought summer clothes. Yeah. Last time yeah. I was, I think, in a bathing suit was maybe the summer before I got pregnant. Yeah. With Ava. And she looks amazing, guys. Yeah. And like, you don't even body yaddy yaddy. And she you does. don't even realize that, so you probably didn't buy yourself anything. But even if you did buy yourself, your brain was so foggy, you probably don't even remember everything ever was loose. Yourself. Everything yes. is everything loose. was loose. How about how about mm. you know? Marissa has said to me one day, Ooh. she was like, "Hey, I need you to stop buying." Um, she said it this to me too. Girl wears a bed sheet everywhere, <laughs> literally. Yeah, and she was like, "I need you to put on something a little form like, fitting." She was mm-hmm. like, you got body dysmorphia. I was, I was like, like, why do you wear everything so long? Like, threes. She's like, I, I ain't like a large. Bitch, you fine too. Like, where you think you could be yeah. a large? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything was large. You know, when I look back at my pictures of myself after I had Ella, and I think about the fact that I used to think that I was big then. Right. And, I, and I'm looking at those get pictures. Back to I'm that like, size look now. how wicked I was looking. Yes, yes. But in that moment, I thought I was fat. I yep. thought I was attractive. And I don't have the type of husband that's going to be like, Hey, get yourself together, right? He's like, more like, nothing's wrong with you, right? <laughs> but you funny that you said that one time. He said, I find I should wear something, something tight now. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the movement. A little fitted now. And I was like, me, where's the fitted? And I was, it w- felt weird coming from him because I know he don't really say nothing. And I was like, if he's saying this, I got to stop wearing these tents. I, I'm a woman... Every, and I think that really, that's something that's very hard for my mom to see, even though she went through postpartum. But we know that generation handles all of that mental health stuff in a whole other different way. It. Mm-hmm. They ignore it. It didn't happen. I, I got I over it. Line. I got fine. I, I borderline ignore mine. Right. I, we I, all, I, yeah. I've normalized it. I've normalized it. Borderline? Right. Borderline? <laughs> but it's to the point where my mother Girl. acts like, why is it happening? Stop it. Make it stop. Right? And so... For her, it was always difficult, I know, because she knew that I was a person that was really into, like, my hair and fashion and nails. Yeah. I was a hot girl. And she was watching me, yeah. like, be like, what is going on with yeah. you? Like, yeah. I know my family used to talk about it. But to, to think, if they're talking about me now and how I dress and stuff now, I think I'd be more bothered. But I knew they were talking about, like, what is going on with her? And I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I didn't care. Because I'm like, you didn't just have a baby. A you don't break. know what I'm feeling. You don't know what right. I'm feeling. The, unless you have a visible scar, like a C-section. What's yeah. wrong with you? They was they were having sex I the night after they had gave birth. What's the problem yeah. with you? But I, I also told myself I was the only one that was experiencing those feelings. That's yeah. the tricky part. Yep. So I think that like the most, I think <laughs> like if I could do it over, like if I had a friend that's newly pregnant, I would take their spouse aside. And really have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Actually, I did it with my friend at work. I talked to her husband because I'm like, 
she's not going to know what's happening. Yeah. And you got to get her talking. You yep. have to say, and she just said to me the other day, could you believe I carried this child and this child don't look like me? Mm-hmm. And then the baby wasn't feeling well. And so I'm sure she beat up herself over that when she shouldn't have. But it's the man. It's whoever your partner with. It's your mother. It's whoever's closest your to you village. because yep. you will not know. And they won't know either. Yeah. Especially if you, and the thing is yeah. everybody hides it. So that yeah. I'm I'm really lucky. Adrian did do a lot of research. That's one of the things that was like really important to him. He well, we had a conversation before Ava was even born. I was mm-hmm. like, listen, if I get batshit crazy, take this baby from me. Yeah. I was like, don't let it get there. It never did, thankfully. But even with the signs that I did have, he did notice it, yeah. and he was able to tell my parents like, hey, she's not doing so well today. Like, take it easy, or like, tell someone that comes around like, don't mention, don't yeah, mention yeah, yeah. this, like. You know, so he and he understood. Yeah, so when he, I did freak out, I like could balance you. I remember one day she would not stop crying. Like I did everything. She was crying, crying. I literally was sitting on the bed. She stopped crying. But now I was just crying. Mm-hmm. He yeah. literally walked in the room. Mm-hmm. I handed Ava to him. I threw on clothes and I just got in my car. I just drive with no int- no place to go. I ended up just going to Cold Stone and eating ice cream in my car and crying. Yeah. Like that's what I had to do because I was like, I'm failing her. Something's wrong with her. I don't know what it is. What kind of she hates I? me. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm big. I look disgusting. Like, yeah. you know, you know what I feel like part of the reason why we hide it and we feel the way we do, we feel so alone with it is because of how society handles it still to this day. Yeah. They talk to us about it. They tell you about Barely. it. But we're not getting support for it. And for me, what would make sense for me is if I, as far as I'm concerned, there's no one. You know, they make it seem like some women get postpartum. Yeah. Depression. That's bullshit. All, all women get all it. I remember getting up for Mila's because I was psycho about milk, right? Because they make you feel like you are an inadequate woman if you don't breastfeed. Mm-hmm. And I was psycho about milk and the nurse was like, pump after you feed. And you told me that mm-hmm. too. So I would pump. I remember it was her four o'clock feeding and I fed her. She went back to sleep. And of course, because I have to a job, because I, I didn't have no reason to get a promotion at that point, but I did. Um, and I'm pumped. And pumping, as we all know in this room, hurts like fuck. Yes, they do. And I cried. Yes, it until does. Until I fell asleep. Are you serious? And I missed work. And I did not realize that I had fallen asleep until I felt her dad taking the pumps off of my breast. Wow. And as he did that, one of the bottles <gasps> of milk spilled. Oh, God. All over the floor and you would have thought that i was dead oh god because i screamed and then i dropped to the floor and i was inconsolable and i crawled outside of the door and sat outside the door and then cried and then when i did pick myself up to try to be like okay and pump again like that weekend, my milk supply decided it's going to fuck around and give me two ounces in each breast. Wow. I thought I was going to kill myself that whole weekend. I was like, oh, I see. In that moment, I said. You see how women do it. I see well, how women Well, that's a slight themselves. trigger for me because I had issues breastfeeding. I wasn't making enough milk. So the little bit of milk that I did pump, I remember one day got knocked over. It was like not even an ounce. And I just wanted to sit on the floor and cry. Yeah. Because I'm like the little bit of milk that I got out. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the floor now. Yeah. So what am I going to give her? Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to give, of course, I was giving her formula and she's totally fine. But it's like, again, I'm a failure. Like, I can't right. even make milk. Like, that's my body is made to do, to yeah. make milk, to yeah. feed my child. And I can't even do that. I have to go out and buy formula because 
I can't do a basic function. It was, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Just like, it, if you're a friend, if you're listening and you are pregnant, talk to somebody that's not Absolutely. pregnant about yeah. it. Yeah. So they know what to look out for. I would say my friends, she used to come over a lot. Like they used to, like I had friends that would come and physically take me out the house. I think I would have been way darker if that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, talk to them. I think pregnancy is the right time to talk to the people around you. And you. I think you have to say it ad nauseum because it's going to go in here and out mm-hmm. the air very quickly. But it has to be someone other than you to bring you down because you yeah. people insanely drive yourself crazy. Give I yourself, completely understand. Yeah. Give people happens. permission to help you because once you're in that zone, forget about it. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely... I, like, I, f- I feel like we need... I think outside of that, we got we to... Gotta, I don't know how it can come about, but there has to be better support for women, especially in the workplace. We're getting there. Because we're going back to work after three months. Yeah, man. First of all, physically, it makes no fucking sense. I don't. And this is why both times when I had my kids, I had my kids and I stopped working. And I literally stopped working for maybe a year to a year and a half because I was like, I can't imagine. I I can't do it. I can't do it. And so... You, you, you expecting women to come back to work after three months and perform the way they did before they were pregnant and they're dealing with postpartum depression. Are you, are you nuts? Mm-hmm. How does that I'm make trying to play sense? Catch up. So I'm pumping at the table. The, but I think with FMLA, I think your job gives you like three months, but then you can file for FMLA. You don't get paid though. You don't get paid, right? right? But you it's get not FMLA. even three months, but I mean, it's you just think under, three yeah. months is bad teachers. Yeah, that's wild. Teachers. That's crazy. Had a baby. You had one month. What? And you needed to be back at work. They feel which like is which is why a lot of teachers why? get pregnant over the, the summer. summer. That's why they have summer babies because you only get one month, and so they fought. I what believe, is the what is the what is they the, don't work in the summer? Mm-hmm. That's why they feel like they should have their kids in the summer and use the summer as their maternity leave. Yes, that's their thinking. Yeah, they they literally like I know I know a woman who's a teacher has two kids yep. and she purposely has summer babies so she can use her month and then ha- have the summer to extend it. Yep. So what if your child come early? And if you the, decide to take more true. than that, you lose your health benefits. You're not getting paid. Wow. The people that the people that so are what teaching with children cannot like me, take time to be with their own children. Who had yeah. her child a month and a half early. It's always about other people's children. And, and then you would then you would just get your you know, we don't even two months off. Think about the people that have premature children. Like when you have a premature child it's a whole nother ball. And game. you have to leave your child in the hospital and come home without your and child. And you're using your time or you lose so I That's what I had to do. Right. So I started to I had a, started having a conversation about going back to work. With a new cut in my mm-hmm. belly because I was like, okay, so my leave is running out. So I should just go back to work and then take my leave when she comes home from the hospital. The mm-hmm. doctor was like, are mm-hmm. you on drugs? You cannot sit down. Yeah. How are you going to work? And I was like, right. no, I could do it. I'll get a special chair. Yeah, I get I'll the figure disability. It out. He was like, you cannot sit up. For more than an hour. What are you talking about? You physically... He said, do you want to be bent over? You, your scar's not going to heal that way. And I was like, but... But but that was a real thought. Because the because stress, that's your only option. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even get a pump. I couldn't do nothing because everything is scheduled around when they think the baby is coming. Yep. And all of that shit that you have yeah. to carry on top of having postpartum. And I, no one thinks about that. I, well, a lot of people I would have to go see her in the hospital. We lived in Queens. She was in the hospital in the city. 
Ella, a month and a half early. She was due November 15th. She's mm-hmm. born September 20th. So she, um, I would leave, go to St. Vincent's Hospital in the city, stay with her from all the, the visiting hours that I could get, which was like nine to nine. And then I would come back home and I would do it over again the next day. And that happened for three weeks and a day. Mm-hmm. And that coming home with and leaving her, mm-hmm. it adds Oh, it was terrible. I would be calling. Is she okay? I'd be calling. Is she okay? Is she okay? Because the one time that I did go there one time and there was the mask. It was like the second day she was alive. Oh, the masks were over her eyes, over her mouth. And because she's in the NICU, she's an incubator. They're tending to other babies and she was crying and it was over her mouth. So do you understand the paranoia? It was just. And then so then I'm upset about that. I'm beating myself up because I don't know why she's early. So I'm beating myself because I I feel like I did something wrong. Then when I had Jade, you know, it was a much... No, Jade was a very low birth weight. They don't know why. So clearly it's something with me. So I'm beating myself up. The day I'm leaving the hospital, which was like after the second day, they came and said that we want to run some more tests on her because we want to make sure that everything was okay because it, it could be a condition that comes from cats in delis and if you eat from a deli where there's a cat that the, the there's some sort of condition they can have in the brain and that's probably why she's a low birth weight my husband and i sobbed all the way home i had to deal with that then i have her i realized that after like a year and a half she's not speaking the way she's supposed to she has a little bit of a speech delay so i'm dealing with postpartum and the fact that my child has a speech delay it's very good been it was hell it was hell and it's only like now that her speech is so much better that I'm like feel like I could Relax. come out of it. Mm-hmm. But again, you don't talk about it. Yeah. I'm dealing with that on my own. Quietly. See, I even feel emotional now because I wasn't a mother, so I didn't understand what you were going through. Yeah. Yeah. And to be so close to you oh, but cry. not understand that. Yeah. I'm listening to you talk about Jade and speech therapy, you only mentioned to me that when Jade was already starting to speak and I didn't notice. And I'm like, she was dealing with this inside the whole time and didn't say anything. I had a conversation with with Tanisha. And I was like, I didn't even realize that. I didn't even realize you were concerned about that. Because you didn't say anything. And I understand yeah. why. But again, and I'm then like, you got to remember like when I was going through that with Jade, I had the gallery. Jay was a very small baby when I had the gallery and the gallery had so many issues. So I was dealing with the stress of the gallery. And then I started to feel like I was neglecting her because I was so stressed out about the gallery. And it was just, it was, it, it, it snowballed into a lot for me. And I feel like I'm only now coming out of it. And that's literally been in the past couple months. Mm -hmm. I make such a big deal over how much she speaks now. Because she wasn't speaking as much. And I was I didn't know what was going on. Because I had Ella. And Ella was this kid that was a month and a half early. But was ahead. And was so sprite and this and that. And, you know, like, I remembered, like, I look back on all my pictures when we'd taken the train. All our videos. And I can compare. So hey, I would compare that? and be like. Were you actually doing that? Of course I was. I would go back. I remember her pictures of her in her uniform and sick her heart and we talking and stuff. Yeah. And I would see her and I'd look at those videos and then I'm looking at Jade and I'm like, what's going on? But it's only now that the speech has gotten better that I could feel better and know that it's not a learning She's disability. Right. Yeah. Because 
all it was is that she just couldn't get the words out. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, she wants to talk today, about everything. Today she said to me, she came in and she was like, I'm going to close your door, okay? You know she's been doing Full that. Full sentences. I'm going to close your door. And I'm like, I asked you to close my door? No, I'm going to close your door. I'm going to close your door, mommy. It's okay. I was like, Jay, what is it that you want? And she's like, mm, she's trying to figure out. And I was like, do you want Takis? It's too spicy, mommy. That's too spicy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard her say the word spicy. But it's like yeah. the speech unlocked and everything just came out. So like that made me feel, I feel like okay now, yeah. right? I could like be me now because mm-hmm. Jade I know is okay. But it's it's too many things. And I feel like we're not, we can support each other. But where we should be getting support is at work. Yeah. Where we should be getting support is from people outside of they our homes. They don't care about us at work. They don't. It's profit. Well, it's it's profit literally you know, half your population. But that's, half your but population. that's why I say check on your strong friends that are moms because looking at Annie, she's the brightest one in the room, like the funniest mm-hmm. one, always in a good mood. But you don't know what people are going through on the inside. Yeah. Like yeah. people either don't have the, the means of how to express it or they're embarrassed or like I said before, you feel alone. Yeah. So, you know, if you know someone that is a mother or even, even men, men have it too. Yeah. It's Yeah. The, I saw an article about that. on people, like ask specific questions, offer help, offer, you know, anything, bring a meal over or just give someone a hug or just mm-hmm. tell someone a joke, like anything like. And most importantly, yeah. respect new moms. Like there's a lot like your, your don't friend. don't judge them. Who said? Yeah. So at, at, I went to a birthday brunch and um, this girl that I'm friends with. She was asked everybody to say a funny story about her, and she's very funny. And one girl was telling the story of um, she was out in the streets, and you know she had just gotten married and had a baby. Um, and she was like, "I texted her. She texted me, no invitation." And she was like, "Oh well, I think." And she's like, "I'm married and have a baby, not fucking dead." And that's Ooh. true because the invitations kind of stop. Like oh, people they, automatically wow. assume, "Oh my god, they stop!" Like, "Oh, she's a big," you know what I'm saying? Like they, they make an assumption. And so I just had a conversation with my homegirl today. She's like, I'm, "She's pregnant. She's gonna miss my birthday and all that." And I'm like, "I make a conscious effort mm-hmm. to let you tell me no." Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever want I you to feel that. like I'm making a decision for you. That might yeah. mean, you know, you might say to your partner, Marissa or Tanisha invited me somewhere. And he might say, go, go, go I go have out. the baby. But if you just. And isn't that what Adrian does? Yep. He'd be like, get the fuck says. out the house. Go. Just Please, go. He go. gets mad when I stay home. Like he literally, yeah. if he could, he would physically push me out the house. And I do have to say like a, a very heartfelt, appreciative thank you to Mila's dad. Because when I was at the heights of it and I didn't know, um, they were telling me I had to start the new job early. And I was like, I was planning to take my vacation months. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, I, I remember being paralyzed in the room and I was looking at the phone and he was like, what happened? And I was like, I kind of whispered. Because I couldn't even say it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I stood there till it was like nighttime. And he went outside. And when he came back, he was like, I'm I'm going to take two months off. So you wow. could go home. You could, you could start stay, work. Yeah. Um, and he did. And he was a stay-at-home dad for like a month and a half just so I can do that. Mm-hmm. And that for me was a huge, huge thing. Because if I did not go back to fucking work, uh, I, I don't know what I'd have done. Like I was going through so I wasn't leaving the yeah, house. Yeah, you would have lost like a li- you would have lost the little yeah. bit that was so left of it, yourself. Yeah, I didn't feel like I had I had nothing, and so you know I think and I think it's something you just inherit with pregnancy. 
and you learn to manage it and it copes, cope with it a long time because who's to say my anxiety now isn't like some elevated postpartum shit. Like you just always have right. this anxiety that it's you can't always control. with you. Yeah. You yeah. know, but shout out to us for coming out on the other side and oh, you know, God. I'm almost that, there. You, like, I'm almost yeah, there. You there. there. Yeah, you there. You there. Yeah. I'm almost you there. there. <laughs> you're going to start finding things appealing. I feel like I used to look, everything used to look great to me. I, I it, it was this is how I realized I was like every it was like it was always cloudy. Yeah, I, yes, I used to feel like I was going off. Like yeah. it looked like fall all the time to me. Really, the trees always looked brown. The sky always looked dim. Absolutely, like that's literally how it's I the blur. Saw it. It's like a yeah. blur. Mm-hmm. It's literally a blur. Yeah, I think what I'm trying to do now is just the things that I do love, just really get into them. Like, really get into working out. Really want to go back, you know, with COVID lifting up a little bit, going back out to eat. Because, like, you know, I love me some food. Oh. Just going outside and making a conscious effort to sit in the sun. Yeah. So you're doing the right thing because now we are here and we are hearing you say very loudly that you're going through it. Yeah. And so it's important for you to do exactly what you need to do. On your birthday, you have to exercise spending extended time away from her. Yeah. Because it's going to help. Yeah. You know what I'm looking forward to doing? What is that? Going someplace and having niggas just look at me and want me mm-hmm. and me being like, I, can't, I, I got can't, a man. What you mean? I love you had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> but what I you mean? Got a man. I, I got a man. I'm not trying to get it. I got a man. That's what I want. I want to get back sync. to the point. Her energy is sync. As, she, like, as she takes her braids down and massages them. <laughs> I missed I that. I missed that shit. Ah, stop right there. There's a ring on it. But I think that's healthy. I think that's healthy and that's normal. Yeah. Every human wants to be wanted. Right. What's her name? Desired. Remember she got she got ripped for that. Uh, light skin for the white. Wow, light skin. Oh, Aisha <laughs> Curry. Why, I was Aisha Curry. I was about to clown you, but I knew exactly. But I who felt was, like I felt I, her. Yep. What happened with she? When she says she like she missed being like desired, desired. and people like looking at oh her. Oh my god! And, and they went to they roasted her. Yeah, they roasted but her. She get roasted because she told girls to cover up. That's why she got roasted. Oh, she, oh that's our she next story. Anyhow, guys, thank Anywho. you for joining us. One more thing, if you feel like you're with someone that is going through postpartum, either as a friend, uh, relative, anything like that, just let them say it out loud and make and try your best to introduce them to um, therapy of some sort. They have Talkspace, which is pretty cheap online, but listen to them and try to help them get help if they let you. That's really important. And also um, a self-care tip um, for for new moms, maybe meditation, you know, mm-hmm. to help you just, I used to wake up early in the morning before everybody did. That's mm-hmm. why so I can have quiet time to myself before yeah. the madness begins. So that was helpful for me. Um, so just a little tip. All right, y'all. All well. right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Tired Moms yes. Talk. Please follow us on Instagram, Don't Facebook, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and all other streaming platforms.